Hi and welcome to Talking of the Liver. Today's episode is all about focusing and doing work at home. As a student, there always are things to do at home, be it writing a paper or writing a thesis or doing homework or preparing for an exam. And sometimes it can be quite difficult to keep focus, especially now during the pandemic with home office and home university. And sometimes it can be quite difficult to start doing what you have to do and to keep being focused on the job at hand. So I want to share my tricks or what I found most helpful for me with you. Sometimes for me it is quite easy to do my job. It also depends on what I have to do. For example, when I have to prepare for an exam, it is quite clear what I have to do. It's a defined job, so it's easier for me to do that because I can begin and just work through it. Compared to, for example, a paper or a thesis where I have to think about what kind of topic, what what is the main research question, what kind of literature do I need, what is not necessary, when do I, do I have enough literature, and all these kind of questions, um, which makes it harder, of course, for me to have a defined outline. And for that reason, when I do a to-do list, for example, or when I plan I am working on my thesis today, then it's easier for me to think about what job I want to do. For example, I want to do research, like researching literature, or make an outline of the theory, like the theoretical chapters. And then I have a a task at hand that I can, yeah, stick to it, do it and finish it. Because I prefer when I do something to go all, all the way through it and finish the task at hand. And as I said, it also works for to-do lists. I like to work with to-do lists. Um, I write down first all the jobs I want to do, all the tasks, uh, be that cleaning or homework or even taking a shower. And then, like if I'm really busy, I write down also these kind of tasks. And then in the second step, I write down the time I need for the tasks or the time I want to use. Sometimes it's not clear how long you have, but if I have a time limit, for example, 60 minutes, I push myself to do the task within these 60 minutes. And by now I am quite good at... And maybe this is also a talent that I have, but I can easily estimate how much time I need. Most often it works. 
but I guess it's also uh, it gets better with time and practice so the more the more often you do a task the, the more often you have uh, the better you have a feeling for how long the tasks take and then when you have the task and the estimated time it's much easier to do a to-do list um, and then it's more than a to-do list it's more like a schedule for the whole day or for the afternoon or for even for a week and of course you need some breaks maybe you can leave somewhere 15 minutes either as a break or you can plan some open time slots just in case that a task is not finished yet and it works especially for to-do lists or for one day but I started uh, doing a weekly planner also uh, some weeks ago um, because I'm currently working on my master's thesis and it is quite difficult to because it's such a big project it's not a, a list with like I can I don't have the tasks right in front of me or I don't have a doable list in my head but instead there is this big big project and when I make this plan I can break it down to work steps that I can work then with so probably you heard that a lot if you have a, a big project do a plan beforehand um, like a project planner how many weeks do you need for this or that until when do you want to finish this and that and especially now with the master thesis I have to consider I need time for revision I need time to um, give my script like my almost finished version my draft to some other people to for them to read it because obviously I will not see the mistakes anymore and it's always good to have a, another voice on a, something like a paper or um, a thesis um, especially with a big project like a thesis and of course there are spelling mistakes or maybe you changed the sentence so many times that there are words left that don't belong there or you started some sentences that don't end and all these kind of things and also just even if this person is not of this uh, is not a an expert in the same subject even then it's useful to have another view just in general is is it logical does it make sense um, do you talk about what you want to talk about like you have this research question do you actually answer it or do you mention things that you never explained before or yeah all these kind of questions so very important but to come back to the weekly plan um, I need time I need to give them time so I need to have like a one week for example like free because I cannot work on it because I then need to give it away and give it to someone to read it over or more than someone 
um, but I need to have this week and after that I need time again to do a revision before I can then maybe give it to someone else a second time or in the end um, to print it or just to send it to hand it in at the right time but to have this two or three weeks I need to actually finish by then and I can only do that if I start planning how to proceed with my master thesis at the very beginning. So even if I already started, it's important to do it at one point because otherwise I will not be finished by then because I just think, oh yes, I have until end of March. But I don't have until end of March with finishing the draft because, as I said, I need time for revision and I need to give time the the ones who read my paper. And then the other thing is just, as I mentioned before, to break down this project, the thesis, in doable, <coughs> uh, in work, task, chunks, workloads, for example, um, writing the theory, a theoretical part or doing literature research or doing my project, like for example, gathering data or um, analyzing the data and so on and so on. And it's good to have an overview at what you have to do. And it, I think it helps to not forget something very fundamental. For example, give time to the reviewers, let me say reviewers, like the people who read my thesis, my friends or family or other students. And like that, I have like the whole picture of my project and can then decide how much time I need for what. And maybe I realize that with what time I want to have for each um, part of the project, project I don't have enough time so I can then start to cut down the time on the different parts so that in the end it is a project and if I follow the timeline it's a doable project until the deadline. And what helps me for the to-do lists also is to mark the most important tasks um it's i mean the ones i really have to do on this day or to a certain time so i can adjust my schedule to that and then when i schedule my day i can sort the important tasks at the beginning for example or before a certain time and i can then put easy parts after the difficult parts so that i can like get a break for example um uh, prepare for the exam and then after have a block with tidying up which is not very challenging for the brain but it is still something it's not a lost time slot or free time but it is a job a task that I want to do on this day and important if you do a schedule don't forget breaks like not just 15 minutes breaks 
but also lunch break, dinner break, maybe you want to schedule um, uh, a walk or you want to schedule a yoga session and so on and so on. And with that I come to the next point which is fresh air and or exercise. So I personally uh, kind of discovered yoga in the last few months and um, because then I can decide to do like there are I usually follow a YouTube video so there are videos for 10 minutes and then they go up until 40 or even an hour like 40 minutes or even an hour and there are very easy ones like just some stretching and sometimes if I feel like it I can do some harder ones or I can even add some interval training or whatever but the reason I like yoga so much is because in home office I'm more or less sitting on my desk the whole day when I went to my office or went to university each day I went out of the house I I walked apart to the university or I walked between lectures and so on and so on and if I'm just in home office I do not leave the house and I don't move I don't get any fresh air so I think it's very important to get some way of exercise or yeah some way of exercise and for me I as I said I discovered yoga that works very well for me but because sometimes it's just sitting all day and then in the evening 10-15 minutes stretching it works so it's I mean it is so good but maybe for you to take a walk outside is better or maybe you like to go jogging or you like to do push-ups whatever but if please find something for <laughs> this is my advice find something you like and you can also change or dancing or whatever but to just sometimes move your body to stretch it to focus to actually get rid of energy because you have some or I at least have sometimes I have a lot of energy but with just sitting on my desk I don't need this energy I don't need my body like at all and like this it really I feel doing exercise is very good and maybe I can I can talk a bit about the benefits I feel um, of doing exercise like moving my body so if I do it I am proud of myself and because my motto is every step counts so for example you're on your sofa and even standing up and getting a glass of water is 10 steps more than just sitting or lying on the couch and if you then not only walk to the fridge but you actually take a walk for 15 minutes or even half an hour it's so so much better and it's not i i don't think that you have to do an hour of running every day 
just like start with that by heavens no but each step and each exercise you do is one more than not doing anything and I think for me it helped me to really feel proud of it and especially then when I'm like oh should I really do it today if I'm considering doing it and actually I don't want to do it but then just do it if you are considering doing exercise then do it if you are considering going out then do it I mean, at least that's in general for me how it's best. Of course, there are always some exceptions, but in general, this is how I, this is the advice I give you. (laughs) And then besides um, being proud of it, I actually feel good. Like my body feels better when I do um, exercise regularly. I feel refreshed. I feel healthy and actually I feel a lot of energy and optimistic and like I can do this and especially when you have the mindset yes I did it I I'm proud of myself that I did exercise today then it really enhances that effect of feeling good and then there is another part for example especially when taking a walk or jogging or doing yoga it is also a way of refreshing the mind to give a break just 10 minutes or half an hour for yourself you don't have to think anything and it's so important to sometimes take a break and just yeah give time off to your brain especially when you are working with your brain a lot And for me, when I am doing yoga, there is no need to think about anything. There is no need to worry. It is actually a time for not worrying and not thinking of anything. Just take this time for yourself. Whatever exercise you're doing, if you're doing yoga or anything else, just take this time and enjoy it and it is for you just for you and also there is no need to compare yourself if you're better than your neighbor or um, other people doing for example the one doing the video no it is your time your exercise your body and everyone is different and you're at a different stage than other people maybe your body is more flexible than others or maybe your body is not as flexible as others so it doesn't matter just do it how far you can and if there is a day you don't want to go to the limits then don't do it but even if you just do a light exercise it's more than nothing at least that is my mindset and I hope that it will help you to feel good and to not be afraid about doing exercise in any ways yes and the another advantage of yoga for me is that I can do it 
anytime I want and I can do it in my room, I can do it in the morning after I stand up or I can do it in the evening before I go to sleep to calm down or I can do it in the afternoon. I can even do it if I have like a part when I cannot concentrate and then I can do like a, a short session and refresh and get my mind off and and after I can start and focus again. And this brings me to another point. For me, I cannot concentrate very well in the afternoons usually. Um, it's different for every person, so find out when is the time you can focus best and work most efficiently. Because then you can schedule your schedule, you can schedule your work according to that. For example, I noticed that I can work quite well in the mornings and I can work very well in the evenings. So for me, it's possible. One way it could be to schedule my um, to, to schedule studying or working on my thesis in the morning and then maybe in the afternoon um, do some uh, groceries or chores or whatever and then in the evening or in the later afternoon have another session or two um, sessions studying and working for university. If you don't know when is your best time to study or to work, then maybe you can also um, try different things and write down like a journal what when you worked and how you felt about it, if you could concentrate or if not. And also it's not the same every day. Sometimes I have no problems with working in the afternoons, but sometimes I'm really sitting here on my desk and working and I'm like oh okay now I did a lot of work and looking on the watch I'm like 15 minutes and I'm like no 15 minutes is not a lot of work and it's not enough for my afternoon's work. This brings me to another part sometimes especially when I don't when I can't really focus I put on a timer for for example 45 minutes or an hour and during that time, it, it, it helps me to stick to it. When I think oh, I need a break, I can see the timer, still 30 minutes to go. I'm like, okay, still 30 minutes. But then after the 45 minutes, I'm like, oh, break. And then I have a scheduled break for 15 minutes, let's say. And in these 15 minutes, I can go out of the room, maybe eat something or drink something or... It can even be to play something. I don't really advise to play um, like on the phone or in the internet during a break while studying. But sometimes, yes. But anyway, so best thing is to take this 10 or 15 minutes. Um, maybe go out, uh, open the windows to bring some fresh air. Um, maybe eat an apple or drink some water or whatever and then after the 15 minutes you can set your timer again and start again with 45 minutes and very important always while working uh, if you want to focus then turn off notifications 
be that on your phone, on your laptop, wherever, turn off notifications. Even emails, because maybe there is some important email or message that you're waiting for, then of course there is an exception. But otherwise, I don't need to read the newsletter while I am working on my thesis. There is not time for that during studying time. And maybe you want even to consider opening a new account on your computer, like the Focus working account, where there are no distractions of pictures and whatever. But instead, it's just only for working. And for me, for example, you can also do a light version of that is I have different um, desktops on my computer and I have one with a different background, which is the desktop I am doing things in my free time. For example, when I watch a movie, I do it on that desktop. But when I work, I use the other, the other backgrounds of the desktops. It is a way of making a clear a drawing a clear line between when is work time where is work and when there is free time and i think it is most important now when everyone is in home office because otherwise there is a geographic otherwise there is a geographic um, distance between the two places there are two separate places but when everything is in the same room and even on the same computer it can be hard to distinguish these two spaces free time and work time when i do my weekly plan and even if it is only a daily plan it is important to take enough time for doing the plan because when doing the plan with um, thinking about the time and all the chores and uh, breaking down the big chore into the small chores, there is a lot of thinking needed, which is the base to actually start doing it after. So if you have a good plan, if you have a good schedule, you don't need to think about what to do after, but then you can just follow your plan just to give an example again instead of saying working on my thesis i say two hours of analyzing the data and then when i look at the plan i see 12 o'clock okay then do this two in the afternoon okay then i can do this and then i don't have to think about it again what to do for 15 minutes or half an hour and try to find out what i want to do but then i can really just follow like a recipe and that's why sometimes I need one or two hours to make my weekly plan. Of course, the more you want to schedule, the more time you need. But when I do the weekly plan, then I also schedule all my other meetings or, um, for example, when I go out, I mean, I'm not going out at the moment, but when I have a Zoom meeting with friends or I might schedule a movie in the evening or maybe I have some class, like some dance class or some music class or whatever. Or maybe there even is a webinar you want to listen to. Then schedule it. And like that you have like the whole week. Like it's really ready. It's like a meal prep. <laughs> then you can just follow the recipe. And... 
when doing that I can also define how much I want to work in one day of course I cannot work from six in the morning until eight in the evening no way I think six until six up to eight hours is a good is a good time for working at home I'm and when I say working working with the mind uh, like thinking all jobs that involve thinking of course, sometimes it's necessary to put in some, a night shift or two because there is a deadline you want to reach or need need to reach. But um, in general, if I have enough time, I try to do six or up to eight hours a day with work, working with my mind. A dear friend of mine, she ah, she's she was doing this weekly plan for a while before and and we talked about it and I was like oh this is a good idea I want to do that because I was thinking I need some kind of routine schedule to do my master thesis and then she told me about this uh, that she is doing this weekly plan and I thought yes I want to try that and she um, has one day per week off so for her it's Sundays I think and I decided to have Saturdays as a free off and with uh, as a day off and with a day off I am speaking of doing work or doing work for a university but it doesn't mean that the whole day I'm doing nothing but instead I do household chores cleaning um, maybe making a podcast uh, maybe working on uh, my CV or whatever but maybe even writing on my CV is a task that is rather not on the off days uh, because it involves thinking and writing. But like this, I have one day to give myself a break and to give my brain a break. And the most valuable part of that is Saturday morning, I can sleep in. And for the whole day, I... I I tell to myself, okay, this is my free day and there is, otherwise there is always this nagging voice in the background, in the back of my head, like, oh, you have to do work, you have to do this, you should, you should that and, and so on. And when I just say, okay, this is my free day, I can turn off this voice and say, no, today I don't have to read emails because today is my free day. Free day. But of course that... Um, that I can do this I need to actually work when I scheduled work for the other days otherwise I will get nowhere but for me it works most of the times I think and also with sticking to a plan I think it is a way it is it needs practice and in doubt if you want to do it or not just do it and sometimes it really needs to just do it and ah uh, just do it i don't know the expression in english but in german there is this thing um zähne durchbeißen and it means to um, bite your teeth and just do it even if it's uncomfortable or even if you don't have motivation for it you just have to do it and it will work I, I and also in general 
with the big tasks and the difficult tasks, I made the experience that most of the time the tasks are actually not that bad or difficult than you expected or that you worried. And that is something that helps me to that helps me to start it the next time more easily. Because I know that actually probably it's not that bad, not as bad as I expected. And this reminds me of something that I saw recently. Um, I think I saw this post on LinkedIn where someone wrote a book in 24 hours and they have this and they are like two friends and they have this project going on they want to do a difficult task within 24 hours and one part of it is just do it and i think i can really i can really subscribe to that um if you have difficulties to motivate yourself start it and do it and as I said uh, using a timer might help um, for example when working or just standing up and maybe shake your body and then you're already standing and awake and then you can do it and put away your phone maybe you want even to have a limit on um, screen time on your phone or on your tablet or on your computer if that is a problem or yeah whatever but on the other side about this 24 hour project i was i thought it a bit weird to do something like they have this deep focus thing going on so i wanted to find out what actually it is and what the theory is behind but on the website I didn't find so much information but I guess it has to do with like you come into a state of deep focus and then you can just do it in 24 hours something like that but with that I'm not so sure if that is healthy because I think of course sometimes you can do it and do a power shift and maybe a power week or even two weeks with a lot of learning and um, repeating for the exercise but then you need a break and especially when it's for a longer time a big project like my thesis I cannot work on high pressure and high focus all day long all week long for a month or multiple months it's just not possible your body and your mind needs to relax one semester I worked 60% for an internship while studying and it was for three months but at the end of the time of the time I really was exhausted. I could of course attended less lectures but I wanted to study and it really I was really tired after that time and I was glad that my three months internship and the lectures ended so that I could actually rest and then after some rest I could start and work again and work on my papers or prepare for exams and whatever. But that's why with this 24 hours project I was kind of, uh, how do you say that, I was doubting about the idea behind it 
if it's really good and healthy to do that. There is something else I want to share about studying and working at your own workspace, like at home, in your home office. And that is to set the mood. Uh, So probably you've heard that before, to have a clean desk, a quiet place where you're not disturbed all the time. So maybe the kitchen table with five roommates that all work at home is not the best place. Um, Sometimes, of course, it's not possible else. Then maybe you want to have some earplugs or play some music uh, with earphones. But in general, find a place where you can work undisturbed. And I personally prefer to have space on my desk. So preferably my desk is almost empty. It's not always in reality, but preferably. At least I need to have enough space to actually work. Sometimes I have uh, pages or I need my tablet because I usually work with my tablet at university to take notes and so on. I need to have space. I need to have space for my arms. Um, Maybe I have a glass of water and so on and so on. And then I said setting the mood. For me, I have some rituals that kind of help me to get into the mood of learning, to make a, an atmosphere where I can focus. So that includes lighting a candle and I have some uh, fragrant oil so that my room is smelling nice and there are different yeah, I don't know, they have like, one is for focus and one is for a uh, good mood and so on. And sometimes I need this or that or... So, for example, the the focus tastes, I think, helps me to relax and focus on my task at hand. And also, maybe it's a way of triggering the mind teaching the mind okay this flavor means uh, flavor this smell means studying this smell means focus on university stuff for example so it is also a, a way of priming myself and then it's like a trigger after when i smell it again then it's like okay now it's work time And I like to listen to music, um, usually without vocals, but instrumentals, there are many different instrumental music genres. For example, there is classical music. Of course, there are many different types of classical music. There is more modern, there are only piano, there is violin or harp or sometimes I like to listen to movie music sometimes it's even music of a game for example there was a time when I listened to a lot of the Witcher music I never played the game I think it's a game but the music is so beautiful and I really I can work with that but some days the days I can hardly focus like some days I also like to have uh, to listen to lo-fi or just to electronical music but on the days I can hardly focus 
or when it's a late session and I'm kind of already tired or I'm, I'm before a deadline and I need to finish this paper for example then I like to have a fast paced music it can be classical but more often some electronical music maybe deep house um, there is this term hyper focus I'm not sure if this is a scientific term or if it may even be a music genre but this is um it is a high-paced electronical music yeah like deep house kind of um maybe even edm but whatever helps you and it's sort of (laughs) i don't know if this is a bad comparison but i have the feeling it's a bit like uh, drinking coffee and having this caffeine rush, um, yes. So for for and that also depends on my mood, um, on my general mood. What what music I like to listen to, and I have uh, some phases, some weeks I like to listen to that, and then I listen to lo-fi only or during Christmas days, and I like to listen to Christmas music but the important thing for me is that there are no vocals because otherwise I cannot focus otherwise I try to listen to the lyrics for example or when I write I cannot keep hearing other words yeah so my advice is to listen to instrumental music but of course some people prefer for example rain sounds or a fire crackling if you like that then please do it i think a lot of it is finding what works for you best and i mentioned before that you can write down in a journal what works what you tried when you worked how long did you work and what works for you best um, as a way of finding out if you don't know yet So I think that's it for today. If you have any questions or if you even try some things that I mentioned and it helps you, then I'm happy to hear about it. Um, You can do that either on my social media, talking off the liver on Instagram or at off the liver on Twitter, or you can even write an email talking off the liver at gmail.com. And with that, I wish you the best for your studies or your homework or your work, especially in home office. Or even if you just listen it for whatever you're just doing, maybe you're a housewife or a houseman, then even if you're doing your chores in that way, um, I'm happy that you listened and I wish you the best with your work and that you achieve your goals and that you can follow your schedules. Until the next time, tschüss, bis zum nächsten Mal.